each of those cities, one in Havana, one in Santa Clara, one in Diego de Avila, really trying to impact ministry leaders and church leaders, pastors, you know, missions pastors, worship pastors, youth pastors, whatever leadership the church wants to invite into that conference setting, that's going to be our main focus there in Cuba, May 14th to the 25th of 2018. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. I know that Cuba is a uh, very exciting place for us to be visiting. I know that they've been, um, you know, with relations with the United States, especially there have been some closed off relationships there uh, over the years. But the exciting thing was that when we went there uh, with your with your dad and we worked there, we were able to see sort of the different side and, and uh, a different aspect of Cuba. And you get to see where they're very open to you know, hearing the gospel, helping their country spread the gospel, helping be a part of prison ministry, which is what your dad primarily focuses on. And they're really just open to partnering and collaborating with other like-minded individuals. And I think that's a really neat thing to, to bring up. Yeah, it was an amazing trip. You know, when you and I went uh, last November there with my parents, I really just thought, okay, my mom and dad invited us to come and help out with the trip. We're just really going to help them. But once we got there and started meeting some of the Cuban people and the pastors there and really seeing their hunger for God, man, it just struck both our hearts and we, we decided we've got to come back to this place. We've got to pour into these people. And they, they welcomed us with, with such a grand reception. It was just absolutely incredible. And the thing there is that in Cuba, the church is really growing. I mean, it's really, uh, uh, there's some there's some vibrant things going on in these churches, and we really want to be able to just come in and serve these pastors and serve these leaders. You know, if we had a group of, say, even 10 leaders, and there were, there were you know, many times more than that at, at the conferences we held last year, but let's say there were only 10. If those, you know, 10 leaders each are leading 50 people, then you're talking about the potential impact of 500 people through the, through the various churches. We had in the conference last year in Ciego de Avila, if I remember correctly, it was about 300 people uh, at that conference. You guys went to uh, another conference in the second half of the week in Holguin. Myself and part of our team went to Santiago, and I think at y'all's second conference, y'all had about 1,000 people, if I remember the number correctly, 1,000, 1,500, something like that. We had some conferences down in Santiago that were, again, about 200 people in attendance. So you you multiply that over, here's a leader, and then the, the, the dozens and dozens and dozens of people that they're able to impact, it really gave us such a unique opportunity to, to share the gospel and share encouragement and training uh, with these church leaders and ministry leaders there in Cuba. It was an amazing opportunity. One that uh, I know that many, many people listening would, would really love and enjoy the experience of being a part of. Definitely. So that's the trip, May 14th through the 25th, 2018. Uh, we'll have all this information again on the website, goserfchange.com forward slash trips. If you're interested in finding out more information, jump on there. You can apply for the trip. I will let you know in Cuba, it does take a little bit more time to get visas and things like that squared away. So whereas... Uh, sometimes we've had people sign up for a Honduras trip last minute and we're able to, to get them in. If you're interested in joining us in Cuba, you need to start that process now because we've got to apply for visas and really have a finalized list even before the end of this year. Uh, so just within the next few months, we've got to start narrowing 
uh, that list down of who will be traveling with us. Okay, let's look at our next trip. June 19th through the 16th, I'm sorry, June 9th through the 16th, we will be in La Ceiba, Honduras. And with this trip, we are partnering with an organization called Worldwide Evangelism, WE for short. And uh, WE is a group of churches and ministers all over the United States and partners all over the world. And what they're trying to do this year is coordinate some trips for their young adults and youth members from their various churches to be able to impact some international destinations. And we are one of those destinations. So June 9th through the 16th, we will be in La Ceiba, Honduras. We will be working on the maternity home. By that point in time, we should be well under construction at the maternity house. And uh, so that'll give opportunity for people to come and, you know, put their hands on the building and help us as far as completing this building and this project uh, there in Honduras. Plus, we'll have several community outreach projects. We'll be visiting some of the um, schools that we partner with. We'll be visiting some of the orphanages that we partner with. So it'll be a great way to get a broad picture of what Connect Global is about in La Ceiba, as well as some very practical help on the maternity house there in Honduras. Now, again, our target audience, if you will, sort of the focus will be young adults and youth, but really we're open for anybody of any age who wants to come on this trip. We're going to have a great, great time. Yeah, that's awesome. I really uh, have enjoyed getting to know more of the churches and more of the um you know, uh, people involved in WE, they are um, a really great bunch. I know we were just there in New Orleans at uh, one of their uh, annual gatherings and really had a great time reconnecting with everyone there and meeting some new faces. Um, so this is going to be really exciting because one of those churches, Revival Temple, who uh, Pastor Daryl Courtney, you interviewed a couple of weeks ago, and he will be bringing, I know, a lot of their youth and the groups uh, that we've met there before and have kind of gotten familiar with. So I'm really looking forward to seeing uh, the how the group comes together and how that trip really kind of lays out, um, and especially that the maternity home will be underway at that point um, so that they can see uh, sort of the fruit and sort of what has happened since their last trip with us in 2015, um, where basically we were just looking at blueprints on a table in the office of the hospital and to now be able to come full circle and start to see that building come together uh, as bricks and mortar I think will be a pretty exciting thing for them to be a part of as well. Yeah, this is really going to be a fantastic trip. I'm so excited, like you were saying, to see the maternity house going from, you know, need to blueprint conception to brick and mortar. That process uh, is just is just very, very exciting. Uh, you know, another thought on this trip especially, and really all of our trips, but especially this trip, is that we may have some people listening who uh, you know are youth leaders or pastors in smaller churches? You know, maybe you've got uh, maybe we've got some listeners with with a youth group of five, ten, twelve people, something like that. And and I'd love to be involved in missions, but you know, I don't know. We're just a smaller church. We're a smaller group. We believe so strongly in collaboration, and we believe in bringing people from multiple churches together. So all of our trips, really, we cast a pretty broad net. And invite people from various congregations. But here's a way that even if your church could only send two or three or, or four or five people, and you say, well, that's not really a whole team, they can still come and be a part of an entire team so that your church can still participate in the Great Commission. 
So especially on a trip like this, where we're already inviting from a large group of churches, by all means, if you think you'd love to have your youth group or your adult group be a part of a trip to Honduras, but where you don't have enough people, this would be a great trip to connect with. Yeah, that's really great. They'd be able to maximize their impact uh, by coming alongside the group that's already pl uh, kind of planning to be there. That's really great. That's exactly right. Okay, and I know that we do have a couple of other trips that we are still working out uh, dates with some of our directors and different partners that we've got. Um, but why don't you go ahead and give an overview of what else we've got for the balance of uh, 2018 and let people kind of start planning at least uh, in their head when and where those trips will be. Absolutely. So uh, in July of 2018, we plan to be back in La Ceiba. And the focus of this trip will be a conference-oriented trip. And here's the reason why we would have a June trip in, in one city focused on real practical outreach, working on the maternity house, community outreach, and then the very next month be back there in a conference-style setting. And that is because we believe in, in impacting the, the uh, community at a very grassroots level, if I can say it that way, as well as impacting leaders within that community, uh, especially if we can through the churches and business level. So in July of 2018, we plan on being back in La Sable. We're working on finalizing those dates with our uh, partnering pastors there in the city. And we will focus on just impacting them, just like the Cuba trip. How can we pour into these leaders? How can we help cultivate them? How can we help develop them? How can we encourage them? What have we learned that we can impart to them? And uh, so we especially want to bring team members who have a heart for prayer and a heart for relationships and have uh, an ability and a heart to speak and impart and share in a common with their own uh, sort of focus. Um, but really, Johnny and Betty Moffitt are just experts in their field in prison ministry, and we're honored to, to be able to have this collaborative trip with them again next November. It's going to be great. That's awesome. Now, I know that there are people listening and who will listen to a conversation about mission trips in another country. Um, you know, we talked about prison ministry. We talked about uh, hospital medical mission work. We talk about, you know, uh, sewing into the community through their education and through their business. Uh, ventures. Um, and so if someone's hearing this and thinking, man, you know what? I don't feel like a missionary. I don't know if you have to go to a special missionary school in order to go on a mission trip. You know, they're trying to think about what are the qualifications? You know, how do I get to become a part of something uh, as exciting as this? How, what are the qualifications? What are the things that we could tell someone that says, hey, look, here's what you need to do. Here's what you need to know. And here's how you make it happen. Well, I tell you what, um, we believe that everybody who would call on the name of Jesus is called into missions. It doesn't mean everybody's called to go and live overseas somewhere, but we're all called to be a part of the Great Commission. And so I would say the qualifications uh, really that you need to have in place um, is, is that you're breathing. You know, and, and I don't mean that facetiously or to set the bar even too low, but if you are if, if you can fog a mirror, I've heard it said, you know, if you're, if you're breathing, then you qualify. We certainly do ask uh, some questions about your health, and we want to know that, that people are in good health and can make a trip like this. There are some different physical dynamics, um, but if you, can, if you can physically make the trip and you're willing to open up your heart 
to uh, other people and you qualify. You don't have to have specialized training. You don't have to have gone to seminary or have a Bible degree. You don't even have to be in, in within Connect Global, within our organization and within our trips. We don't even uh, require that someone be of a particular faith. And, and I want to kind of clarify that, what I mean by that. We are a Christian organization, and we go and share the gospel of Jesus Christ. We have brought with us team members who do not confess Jesus, who would not identify themselves as a Christian. We are fully okay with that. You know, we believe that as we start following in the footsteps of Jesus, we gain a greater realization of who he is. And so we've had people who would say, hey, I appreciate what you guys are doing. I love the outreach. I love the care. I love the hospital care. I don't believe in Jesus, but I'd like to go with you. Absolutely. Come go with us. And we would wholeheartedly invite you into that because we also believe that by following in his footsteps, you're going to learn more about Jesus. You're going to learn more about what he has for your life. And that may be a fantastic way for you to get to know him better. Maybe uh, 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 understand a different type of relationship with Jesus or have a relationship with him that you haven't had before. So we don't we don't look for, um, you know, seminary training. We're not looking for specialized training. We will teach you the things that you need to know for the place that you're going. And we will help you make sure that you can maximize the impact that you can have. Some of our trips do have specialized functions within them. So, for example, we've got a couple of conference trips. So we're well, we uh, open the door for anybody to come. We're going to the speakers at a conference style trip would be people who have experience speaking. So if we have team members on that team who don't have experience speaking, we'll have other roles and other functionality uh, for them to do. We've had people come before on our on some of our other conference trips who really had a knack for social media and really had a knack for media creation or really had a knack for prayer or really had a knack for just relationship building. So we were able to plug those team members into those specific places. When we're working on the maternity house, if we have some electricians or plumbers coming, we're going to put them on electrical duty, you know, and, and plumbing duty at the maternity house. If we have people coming who, you know, like me, I can I can paint, you know, I'm, I'm good at painting. <laughs> I don't need to be around the electrical wiring. And so I'll be painting, you know, but we, we try to plug people in where they have uh, some ability to make an impact. None of our trips, I'll say this to all of our listeners, none of our trips are designed to be observational trips. Uh, we, we are not inviting you to come to watch me and Javier do stuff in Honduras. We are inviting you to come and be a part of what's going on in the country to bring what you have to bear to the work that's going on there and be a part of it. And uh, so again, you don't have to have specialized training. You don't have to have gone to seminary. You don't have to uh, you know, have a, a Bible degree or be able to read Greek or Hebrew. We just want you to be alive. We want you to be healthy, and we want you to be willing. I'd say those three things are, are probably the main, the main things. Yeah, I think that's great, and I think um, you know, sort of the all are welcome to come participate uh, is a key element because I know that people want to be used, they want to be found useful, they want to have a purpose, and I do feel like we do a really great job of bringing out uh, the purpose of each team member individually but as a part of the team uh, and I think it's always amazing to watch throughout the week see everybody's 
uh, contribution become a part of the whole and really become a part of the success of what we're doing there and no matter if you're a nurse or you're a lawyer or you're a assistant or you do you know whatever type of work you do you know you're qualified because you're willing to go and participate and be a part of what God's doing around the world and you know we just have always appreciated the willingness of each of our team members to jump in and if it's uncomfortable or if there's something that they're not too familiar with but they're still eager to go and to be a part of it that's always the best because when people are eager to learn they're going to be able to succeed at what they're learning so I really appreciate all the teams that we've had over the years that have really, really dug in and made um, the work that Connect Global does very successful. That's exactly right. That's great. Well, I'm very excited about all the trips that we've got coming up, all the opportunity that still exists. Um, and as everyone comes and becomes a part of what we're already doing and what's already kind of in motion, um, I think more people will become even uh, more excited about uh, just what's going on in the world, you know, because there's so much that, that we uh, are inundated with in the news and in politics and different things, but, you know, the Great Commission is thriving throughout the world. It's going and it's reaching places that it hasn't reached before, um, and we uh, are excited to be a part of that, so I'm just looking forward to each and every one of these dates uh, that you just outlined. I know that our website uh, will have more detail and we'll have the sign up and uh, information there. We do want to have uh, information there too that will go uh, to help you get a passport because we realize that you may be listening and you may think, hey, this is great, but I don't even have a passport yet or mine is expired. We'll even put information on making it easy for you to get a passport and get it in time for these trips because we really do believe that going and participating in something like this will change your life and it makes a huge impact in the people whose lives you're serving. So we really appreciate that. Uh, and that leaves us with one last thing to do, which is our question of the day. So the today's question we want to ask is, what is one place that you have never been, but that you would like to go? Um, man, that's a great question. I just, I thank God I've had opportunity to travel quite a bit in my life, but really one country that's been on my heart and mind for a couple of years now, uh, that I have not yet had opportunity to go to is Pakistan. Um, I've even recently met some people from Pakistan in just some very sort of serendipitous moments. Just um, last week on the plane coming back from Honduras, uh, there was a guy sitting in my seat on the plane. And uh, so I just jumped in another seat right there and ended up sitting down next to a young man who lives here in the United States who's from Pakistan. He's only lived here in the U.S. now for about uh, nine or 12 months, something like that. We had a great conversation. And so just these moments like this kind of keep springing up for me. And uh, so that's a place that I would really like to get to that I have not yet had opportunity to go. That would be Pakistan. How about for yourself? Yeah, that's awesome. I uh, definitely have appreciated and have been honored to be able to be a part of the travel that we've gone on and the travel that we've done together um, to different places like Thailand and South America and Central America. Um, but the place that I would really like to get to uh, would be... I know it's kind of a broad place, but it is, uh, you know, just the European countries. Um, there's um, tons and tons and, you know, of history and just things that, you know, where civilizations have been for, you know, eons of time. And so to see where the Great Commission and to see how the work that we do is still relevant in places that, 
you know, by all accounts have maybe even had the Bible longer than most of the other parts of the world. I think that would be a really interesting aspect for me to understand how it still relates, how it's still relevant, how, you know, even in the midst of uh, a very connected and a very, you know, close-knit, you know, you could say small world due to the internet and due to the interconnectivity that we have, how Jesus Christ is still very much relevant in places that, you know, have, have had knowledge or have had the knowledge of who he is for probably longer than most people around the world. And I think that's a kind of an interesting aspect for me when I start thinking about places to go and why I would want to go there. Yeah, that's awesome, man. That would be that'd be great. We need to plan our 2019 trips into Europe and Pakistan. Exactly. Yeah, we definitely want to broaden our territory and make sure that we are following who, uh, where God is sending us to, and where you know we feel like God is as placed on our hearts. And so, definitely, if uh, you're listening here and you live in one of those places or you've traveled to one of those places, why don't you let us know and send us some information and find out maybe there's a connection out there that we have not yet. Uh, looked at and maybe there's something new coming in 2019 that uh, we are all going to be a part of so we want to thank you very much for listening be sure to call in with your answer to today's question uh, or leave it in the comments below Uh, we will catch us again here on Founders Corner as a part of the Connection Podcast thanks for listening